Hey everyone, this is Karsten. I just want to give a quick thank you to everyone who has supported on Patreon so far. We really, really appreciate it. If you would like to become a patron yourself, just go to patreon.com slash karscast where you can get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, shoutouts at the end of every episode, Google Hangouts, and much, much more. We really appreciate it one more time. Thank you so much. Enjoy the episode. One, two, three, go! Hello, welcome to the 47th episode of the Cast Movie Cast. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Jeff. And Jeff, I have a question for you. Um, Shoot. <laughs> what year was Jack the Ripper active? Um, 1837? Close. Well, not that close. 1888. Damn. But... You were in the right century. Yeah, so, I mean that part I was pretty confident in. I yeah, just didn't remember yeah. if it was like the like twenty or thirty years at the beginning or end. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. wrong. This one is really dumb. This okay. There's one that that is what two colors make purple. <laughs> that is like first grade for the record. Yeah, I'm gonna go blue and red. Blue and red. You are correct. Nice. Did you have to look at the answer to confirm that? No, I didn't even check the answer. I just I I gave myself like time to pretend like I was waiting to check the answer. <laughs> it's, it's red and blue. Uh, what if I said wrong because you said blue and red? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's do one more. Uh, what classic? Well, no. In what film did Steve Martin play the character Navin Johnson? Uh, I don't know what this movie is. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's just called the jerk. That's okay. I was picturing because I always saw, used to see it on Netflix, and I couldn't oh, yeah? think of the title, but I was picturing that movie poster. Ah. Oh. Because. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Dang. Since we never <laughs> actually discussed why you asked me trivia at the beginning, like anyone uh. who's listened to the last few, if this was like the first one, <laughs> would be really confused. Like, why did yeah. they just jump straight why into did random they just trivia? Keep doing that, yeah. Well, they'll catch on. Um, but yeah, I, I'm feeling good today. You know, yeah. like some days, I've, I've, I've brought this up. Some days I'm here, I'm ready for the podcast. Other mm-hmm. days, I'm just like, we have to record the podcast. Today, I, for some reason, was like, I'm, I'm ready to podcast. I'm ready to talk. Nice. And that's bad because uh, okay, I say bad. that, I say that, but I didn't rewatch boogie nights i i i watched <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> but i do know enough of boogie Nights. i know boogie nights pretty well i'm excited about these questions that we got on twitter it's gonna be a good one don't worry <laughs> don't worry everybody it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna so, be a good one yeah all right <clears throat> sure you look like you were gonna say some but <laughs> no it's no we're good no i right. did watch i did watch it um, you did watch it yes yeah all right. Well, before we get into that, uh, how how was your week been? Yeah, it's been all right. It's been all right. Yeah, we've yeah. been doing. We've been talking to each other a lot this week, for the record, because we had yeah. the hangout. Uh, we had, you know, some other stuff. Yeah, the, but... the hangout was was good. The the yeah. Patreon exclusive Google hangout. Yeah, it was a good time. Thanks yeah, we to did everyone some, that showed up. Some trivia. Yep, gave away a hat. Um, well, uh... we gave away a hat <laughs> when we get them. When we get the hats. That's, yeah. I guess this is the announcement that we are getting official Karstcast hats. We're getting hats. Yep. Dad hats. They look awesome. Yep. Uh, but yeah. I, I, the coronavirus. Coronavirus. Corona, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not coronavirus. Yeah. It's, it's going around. It's mm-hmm. in Chicago, right? I mean, I think it's like slightly in Chicago. It's, I don't think. Okay. It's like spreading in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, I've just been I've been freaking out the past twenty four hours because I had like a sore throat, and, and you thought you had it, and I had a headache all of yesterday, and I was like, I'm dying. This is it. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, what? I feel a lot better today, so I think I'm in the clear. I think, yeah. I think if I, think I had it, I I wouldn't be able to podcast. But right, my biggest issue right now is is actually a podcasting like problem. Oh, um, I have an ulcer on my tongue. Hmm. 
something seemed off to be honest yeah so you it's seemed, like i'm speaking you seemed slightly, less than excited my than s's are, are my s's are not Ooh. crisp yikes i know you it's just uh, that the sentence these my s's aren't crisp required mm-hmm. a lot of s's a lot of s's so, oh no All so right. i'm gonna sound a little bit off but I'm you so know sorry. we're we're working our way through it yeah oh man i'm sorry it's like right uh, here like on the tip it's a oh dang i i don't think I, I i get canker sores not ulcers well i mean that's like the same they're like kind of the same did i yeah. see you get orange juice yeah i know it's, it's, it seems like a, a bad that's choice not for right. this <laughs> but i'm from florida and that's the all we drink it's, i don't drink water you do. I, I drink orange juice instead of water okay the all burn right. is good <laughs> just burn it off yeah yeah um cool well uh oh god something else cool happened but i suppose i forgot i mean you've been doing some fun la things i bet yeah i went to the beach yesterday that was cool venice yeah. beach a lot of interesting people there but it was awesome uh was yeah i got to go outside yesterday because it was like 52 degrees in chicago Ooh, is it snowy there like no okay right now there's no snow because it was 52 degrees yesterday dang man I kind of wish I was there. The weather here, it that's oh, I should probably also say this is a disclaimer. It's the winds in LA are really fast and loud today. Hmm. Uh I'm assuming it's cuz the Sonic movie's coming to theaters next week, but <laughs> it's a promotion where they just yeah. have like a Sonic just like flying around. <laughs> oh, man. It's like a smart car that's blue that just like whips through streets really fast. Sonic out in theaters February 7th. Uh yeah, they, there's a bunch of billboards with Sonic on them, and he's like, it says, Sonic the Hedgehog movie, and then the tagline is, if you were me, you'd be home by now. Like, and I'm like, fuck you. Fuck off. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you're 100% going to see that. Yep, I will be there opening night. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to, it'll be a good video. Um, yeah, hopefully it beats your Dora one. Yeah, I doubt it will. For some reason that, yeah. But what I was saying about the winds is that if you hear them in the background, because I'm right next to the window right now, that's what that is. So it'll be another noisy podcast. That's um, what we're known for. That's what we're... we're <laughs> our random sounds. Just um, a lot of ambiance. Yeah. Mm. All right. Should we get into the Yeah, we can get movie? into the movie. Yeah. When's the last time you've seen it? uh it was like last summer it wasn't okay, that long so that's ago. not yeah. like I, I was i'm glad it wasn't like five years ago yeah no 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 this is the thing i was just i was worried after last week's episode punch drunk love mm-hmm. i was not on my game and i felt stupid i was like i should have rewatched it but also that's such a hard movie to talk about it on is on the spot i think i didn't do any prep and this one i did a little bit of prep okay I, that's I, good. you know this one's <laughs> also a little bit difficult to talk about just because there's so many moving parts Mm -hmm. yeah but uh let's not waste any more time today we're talking about boogie nights is that the first time we've mentioned the name no no i I mentioned it earlier i was wondering if like no one knew what we were talking about up until now but well i I mean it's gonna be in the the title of the podcast as well yeah yeah um today we're talking about boogie nights directed by paul thomas anderson i believe it's the movie he made right before punch drunk love maybe i don't know but um what year was this this was 1997 the right year so i, was I feel born. like that would have been a four-year gap though for him yeah so there probably was one in the middle let me look it up uh oh it, mm, yeah there was so he made bookie nights and then he made magnolia and mm-hmm. then he made punch drunk love so yeah, yeah he, he was busy um this was okay. his second film this Pretty- also falls into this category of films that i think are interesting where it's a period piece where it has now been longer since it was made than the film was relative to the period that it is about wow mm. what is it yeah yeah because it was like about right 1997 1977 yeah. sorry and it was made in 97 so that's 20 years and it's 20 been years 20 yeah it's been you know three a years. little bit over 20 yeah wow that's actually really funny Right, that's which weird. is weird to think about. Uh huh, that's odd, because this this movie doesn't feel like an old movie. It's huh, um, well yeah, 
it's uh i think this is now i could be wrong here it, this could be our longest movie we've talked about on this podcast probably because what's it's, it's over two and a half hours yeah how did that when did you watch did you watch it just before this um i finished it i i watched it i started last night and i got halfway through and then i so i split yeah, it into yeah, two yeah. just because it was very long that's that's understandable i i just want to say i'm not against that if a film is really long everyone needs maybe like a little intermission depending on the movie mm-hmm. depending on the movie i mean but, yeah. this movie didn't feel that long i could have attention yeah. span wise watched it in one go Mm-hmm. But it was just I started kind of late. Yeah, yeah. I watched this. My first time was it's kind of embarrassing. It was on my laptop in a car. It was on a road trip, so I, I was able to grind it all in one. Right, as it was intended. As it was intended, as PTA intended it to be. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I loved it. Um, but. Uh, what was I going to say? It's about... Uh, we should probably describe the plot. First of all, did you know what this movie was about before you got into it? I had no idea. Okay. Neither did I. I thought it was about disco. And then it was not... I'll just read the synopsis. It is... In the San Fernando Valley in 1977, a teenage busboy, Eddie Adams, Mark Wahlberg, gets discovered by porn director Jack Horner, Burt Reynolds, who transforms him into an adult film sensation, Dirk Diggler. Brought into a supportive circle of friends, including fellow actors Amber Waves, Roller Girl, and Reed Roth- Rothschild, Dirk fulfills all his ambitions, but a toxic combination of drugs and egotism threatens to take him back down. So, mm-hmm. I had no idea it was about porn. Yeah. There was very little busboying in this film. Uh, because he was a busboy? <laughs> he was a... Well, I'm saying he yeah. was a busboy, and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, that's why I brought it up. I wouldn't... <laughs> that's not my first comment about like, other films. Interesting. Let's, let's yeah. get <laughs> I saw... I see, like, Toy Story 4, and I'm like, there was no busboying in this film. <laughs> I bring that up because it's in the, the plot summary. Yeah. Or the synopsis, yeah. if you will. I feel um, like... Yeah. Yeah, he, he busboys one table. He, he buses one table, and then he's yeah. like, all right, you're doing porn now. <laughs> still like that yeah yeah um yeah i i feel like there's a lot of busboy characters in movies i mean yeah rodney was a busboy in robots uh <laughs> that's <laughs> that's all i got so um, yeah all right yep. Moving i don't on. know i feel um, like that should be we we have a list of busboy characters yeah <laughs> Uh, did you like this movie? Um, I did, yeah. Okay. Did you like it more than Punch Drunk Love? They're very I different. Think I w- I think I did like it more than Punch Drunk Love. Uh huh. Yeah. That's the th- just because it, it kind of came together at the end a bit more satisfyingly mm-hmm. for me. You have a better understanding of it. Also, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll talk about the ending in I'm assuming a little bit, mm-hmm. but um. I'm trying to just, like, figure out, like, I think Paul Thomas Anderson, like, people love him. I think he's a great director. He's, like, such a good body of work. But he has a hard style to pinpoint, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, his his style is just making good movies. But I think something I noticed when I first watched this was just, like, the humor. Like, he's got a very specific sense of humor uh, with, like, the way characters deliver lines and, like, incorporating it in like very dramatic situations mm-hmm. i don't know I, I think that his movies like they just know how to have fun in an artful way yeah uh no i which is I something i really agree appreciate with that yeah yeah because i the way that i feel like he uses humor is it's always something that's very contextual within like each character yeah so he's ne- yeah. it's never forced it's always like the humor mm-hmm. comes from mainly the characters being who yeah. they are right was the another question was the porn thing like how did you think they handled it because i feel like a lot of movies that handle stuff like that like just end up super bad mm-hmm. nope, <laughs> nope. Super yeah bad the movie but i yeah i, I, mean, I thought this movie handled it so well yeah like it, it yeah I mean, say? most movies that try to handle porn are, are actually just porn, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, I mean, I think this was the film that Mark Wahlberg was born to play. <coughs> yeah. A guy who's bad at acting. 
Um, yeah. I had a Mark Wahlberg. We're going to get into the questions people send in on Twitter pretty soon because they're starting to come in. But yeah, I agree. I think this is like the only good role he's ever had. Um, I, mean, I could think of a few, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't like hate the movie Ted. I didn't think it was good, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's just Mark Wahlberg being Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Where this is Fun- him acting. Yeah. Back when I was in like uh, elementary school... It, well, I don't want to say how much, like sixth grade, I would say. Um, my parents, my mom took me to see Ted because mm-hmm. we just heard it had good reviews. And because it was like, that was my first time like going to a movie because it had good reviews. Anytime someone asked me what my favorite movie was at the time, I said Ted. <laughs> 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 We're just like, oh, that, I guarantee I, that's nobody's favorite movie. Right, that sounds like the favorite movie of like a frat guy. yeah. Oh, you know Ted's pretty good. I like Ted. You know, I like it when the teddy bear drinks. <laughs> pretty sick. Like when the bear hits the bong. It's really fun. Because I do that. I do as that as well. Too. Yeah, yeah, pretty sick. Um, but back to Boogie Nights. Uh, <laughs> we just don't ever of... talk about Boogie Nights again. We just go off on <laughs> Ted for twenty minutes. What if we watch Ted for the? I'm not even going to bring up that idea. This a is Ted a Mark Wahlberg only podcast <laughs> from now on. We're just moving from actors to... <laughs> Who was it for a while? It was... Uh, we, there was one actor we watched like all of... Oh, Bill Murray. We watched oh, a lot right, of Bill Murray. Yeah. yeah. Now it's the Ted cast. Uh, yeah, anyways. Moving on. Uh, I feel like, yeah, we should probably just get into the Twitter ones. Because someone asked... Um, it's loading. But... <laughs> quality podcast content um they said other podcasts would have cut that well i like the authenticity of it uh tyrone asked is it just me or is this the best mark Wahlberg performance we were just kind of i just wanted to bring right i i think i need to look at mark Wahlberg. yeah he really has his filmography not specifically mark Wahlberg. i I need to (laughs) i need to look look, at him Mm, need to look at his face Um, cause he was in this, he was in, uh, the other guys. Oh yeah, um, the other guys the De- was pretty good. Yeah. He was in the departed, which I forgot he was in that, but, uh, cause he had he- that string of like two thousands and like early 2010s films where he was like the same guy. Yeah. He was just like a, a rough guy mm-hmm. who would yeah. have a gun. Very Boston. Uh, yeah, no, this is his best performance, easily. Because it is also, like, not, it's not that character, really. I mean, it is. But it's, like, it's, he's interesting in this. Mm -hmm. Although I will say, I don't know how much, eh, I take it back. I don't think he goes through much character growth in this film. Yeah, I mean, I will say the fight with his mom in the beginning is Uh kind of weird. It is weird, yeah. Because I'm on the mom side, personally. I mean, I'm not really on the mom side. I just mean it's, like, weird in that he gets... That's, like, the only time in the entire film he gets that emotional. Yeah. Ah, no. He has some meltdowns later on. But I feel like that was the biggest meltdown. He's just like, I'm not stupid. You'll see. (laughs) Yeah. Now, yeah, that that's fair. I just think that one where he's, I think he's on set, if I remember. Right, okay, yeah. And he runs into the bathroom or something. Uh, I think I'm remembering the right one. Well, but I know he's on the, set. The director, like, yells at him. He like Right, yeah, like, the one where he's he's on set when he kind of, like, quits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When he's, because he's doing, like, a bunch of drugs. Yeah, yeah. That one, I think, is, that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that and, one felt... Sorry, I was cutting you off. No, but no, no. that one felt like, um, I, I guess within <laughs> like the acceptable level of, I don't know. That one felt authentic, at least. Yeah, I just yeah, mean yeah, like yeah. the mom one. The acting was weird. It felt like oh, such a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt like an overacting, just like just an artificial way to raise the stakes. Yeah. Where I guess like yeah. in that scene, he's like getting kicked out of his house. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like the, it wasn't really that, there was nothing leading up to that, that yeah. felt like that scene made sense. That's, yeah, 
That's he goes from true. the one scene at breakfast where his mom's like, you're staying out late. <laughs> and then he comes home late and she's like, you suck. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I'm trying to... Uh, what did you think of also the... Uh, I think probably my favorite part of the whole movie is the very beginning. Is that one long shot. I, it's been shown in film classes a bunch it's just the the shot of it going into the club and then going around with all the roller mm-hmm. blade people and then like going from table to table yeah i love that that's a cool thing. shot yeah i think like this movie has so many moments where they're like in a party scene setting or like a club setting and it's dealing with a bunch of different like small stories going on at the same yeah. time my favorite one is hands down like the party scene i want to say like halfway through the film uh where uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman goes outside. He like tries to kiss Dirk, right. um, and then later in the same scene, I'm pretty sure the I forget his name. Uh, William H Macy. Yep, yep. William H Macy. He does the thing. I don't want to spoil it. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, that whole I love that, that scene because it really it's the first time where things just feel like they're all falling apart at the same time. Yeah, and you learn so much about so many well, characters. Yeah, that one I think. You know, it's the dichotomy of the 70s versus the 80s, because that was... Yeah. Him doing that was right at, at like, the beginning of the 80s. Yeah. And it felt like that was... And I'm sure this is... Because I've never looked up any written, you know, analyses of this film. Right. But I imagine that... My understanding is that was, like, a big part of this film was, Mm -hmm. you know, everything was, like, fun in the 70s, and everyone was, like, having a good time. Then the 80s, everything kind of flipped. Yeah. And it all started with that... With that night, yeah. You know, you know, because that was the the actual transition night, and then it's like everything kind of started going downhill. Yeah. Oh, that's that's cool. Never thought of it that way. Um, yeah, it gets really dark the more the film goes on, and it like, and it's because of that transition, like mm-hmm. you said. But later on, the scenes with um, uh, Julianne Moore, uh, that's her. Yeah. They just those scenes feel like a completely different movie compared to the earlier ones of her like sitting in the like the office kind of I don't mm-hmm. know but yeah anyways uh, I'll move on to another question yeah. someone asked I honestly am whenever you don't watch the film I'm always really <laughs> impressed with how much you remember see this one I'm I'm kind of yeah cuz because there's a lot here <laughs> I struggle when i watch the movie too early in the week <laughs> yeah you know, like, yeah. okay i watch it and it's like we don't record for five days and then i forget yeah like half of the film mm-hmm. and you haven't seen it in a year yeah am i just really dumb no no <laughs> <laughs> to be fair this one i just i really like this movie because each scene is so distinct like nothing mm-hmm. really feels like the same as the thing goes on like it's always doing something different and that's why i think i remember some scenes are just implanted in my brain for some reason i can't remember specifics like william h macy's name but i just yeah Yeah, that that whole scene is very specific to me yeah i only remember his name because i had a professor um at depaul who said that he went on a cross country road trip with william h macy before he was famous Wow. Where they were both like working, I think, in LA and they like went all the way to New York or something. That's awesome. I don't remember the specifics. Was it he was Wild telling us that story instead of teaching. <laughs> wow. He, that's that's awesome. what he would do, actually. He would just go into all because he's like, he was a producer for a long time. He still is. Do I know and he would professor? Just, um, you might. Um, okay, I don't want to like blast his it, name. What's his initials? Well, maybe. We'll talk about it after the podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, he was, like, all right. I mean, it was a class that I didn't care about, so I probably didn't try to learn anything. But he yeah, it was yeah. funny. Like, like every class, like, a quarter of the class would just be him just throwing out anecdotes of famous people that he worked with. That's awesome. It was That's fun. really cool. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But the class was pre-production, which I didn't care about, so. Oh, yeah. I I, hate, I didn't like that class. It was, either. like, using movie magic, like, the software mm-hmm. to, like, budget films. I'm like, I don't care. That's what happened. I had to. I think they were. They did something wrong with the payments, and everyone had to pay for their own, like trial of movie magic. Mm. And I was like, "This is dumb. I'm never gonna." Yeah. 
I mean, I then, even the schedule, like the scheduling is more useful than the budgeting. Yeah, but yeah. even that, I'm like, I'm never gonna be the producer on something large enough to no. like, I'm gonna be the one doing this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, great class for producers, though. Um, yeah, I'm sure it was helpful. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, next question. <laughs> uh, this one comes from Fat Man. Uh, it is, did the film earn its running time? I think so. I I think it was so necessary for this film to be as long as it was, just to feel the the time. I mean, like imagine right. if this was like I mean, ninety minutes. Yeah, I mean, a know? lot of time passed in this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's basically it's all about like time, kind of like you said. Yeah. Like you need to have that passage to. Yeah, you ever think work. about how when this was shot? Um, uh oh my god what was i gonna say i was gonna say some, okay oh, oh yes okay so when this was shot mark Wahlberg was like 25 or 26 years old yeah and he was playing a 17 year old but then like what year is it by the end of this film it is see that i don't remember i can't i couldn't tell you but by the end of the film he's like playing about how old he actually was yeah but if he was playing someone how like how old he actually was at the beginning he would have been like 35 or something at the end of this film (laughs) and like he does not look (laughs) no that's (laughs) yeah i never thought of that i didn't know where you were going with that i didn't either honestly (laughs) even when i got there it's still does not make that much sense i'm still a little yeah but that i i sort of get it yeah um i feel like a like an an idiot version of like rain man where i'm like (laughs) all these numbers and then the conclusion i get to is like like, mark Wahlberg doesn't look that old (laughs) oh man um some dude asks what are your favorite long takes of all time kind of referring to the first Mm -hmm. i don't know how many long takes you pay attention to oh my that one okay there's I mean, I I think I know my favorite, but I also don't have a good memory for that kind of thing. Okay. So I, I can know very... name one that's my favorite. And again, it's because it's in my favorite film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Ishtar? Uh, no, it, no, that's my second oh. favorite film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Life Aquatic. Yeah. Wait, I think I know what shot. Just say it, yeah. Yeah, the, the tracking shot where they show all the rooms of the boats. Or of the okay, boat. yeah. That's the one that's I'm talking a, about. That's not the one I was thinking of, but it's a really good one. That is a really good one, yeah. I what was one thinking, were you of, thinking of I don't even know if it's a long take, but the one where they it's like they're getting shot at or something, or they shoot someone. I just know there are guns involved. Mm-hmm. They're running out of I just remember that being a great scene. But Yeah. I I should rewatch that movie. Me too. We should what do if we that. Did a, what if we did a double Wait, Jeff, this is a great idea. For our fiftieth episode we do a double feature of Mr. Fox and Life Aquatic. Because those are our favorite. Those are movies. both our favorite movies. They're both Wes Anderson. I'm down. Fiftieth episode. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. When that we're on forty seven now. We're on forty seven. Yeah. So okay. So yeah. Yeah, I like that idea. Awesome. Let's do it. Um. Uh, yeah. Anyways, oh, my favorite long shot is. Uh, have you ever seen Children of Men? No. Okay. It's a very heavy. Well, movie. I mean, I have in real life. Like I've seen children (laughs) who are of men right yeah uh but it's the shot it all takes place in a car and it's like the camera's like spinning around i have no idea how they did it it is one of like the coolest shots i've ever seen and it's just it's so amazing i love it it's one of my favorite shots ever and i have no idea how they did it and there's so many like stunts and fire involved yeah um Mm -hmm. but that's a great shot it sounds good based on that description (laughs) This is also one of my favorites, though that that intro shot that we already talked about. But um, yeah, I do you want to talk about the ending briefly? Uh, uh, sure. Without spoiling it, there's a reveal. Did that come like how did, did that come as a shock to you at all? What did you think of that? Okay, uh, refresh <laughs> me on what you're <laughs> talking about. It's he goes into the bathroom. Mark Wahlberg. Oh, right, that. Yeah. That. <laughs> I, was like, I feel like it's pretty easy to Because usually when people talk about reveals, they don't, they just mean like some character. Like, no, based no. Re- yeah, you meant literally this is just a, literally like. literally a reveal of a, right. something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember being very 
I just laughed out loud at it. It's such a weird ending. <laughs> yeah, it's it's because I think strange. that's the last shot of the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I I guess I just wanted to bring it up. I don't have much to say about it, but it just it's it's a great shot. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, yeah. But yeah, I this is one of my another thing. This is one of my favorite Philip Seymour Hoffman characters because mm-hmm. he's so. He's, he feels very different compared to a lot of what Philip Seymour Hoffman plays. Um, and it gives him a lot to work with. I yeah, guess. it's honestly, in a way, I think it's problematic for some films he's in because he's so much better at acting than everyone else. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Especially Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. There are so many good performances in this whole movie. Yeah. Like Philip Seymour Hoffman just kind of blends in with the chaos going yeah. around. I thought John C. Riley was fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. DePaul alum. Uh, yeah, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle is really good. Like I said, Julianne Moore. Uh, Burt Reynolds was. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Mark Wahlberg was really kind of the worst actor in the bunch, but yeah, but <laughs> luckily, still pretty good. He was playing just kind of like a mostly clueless kind of idiot yeah and then especially his acting when he was acting in the films yeah were like so on the nose bad but at least like it worked just because that's you know that's playing off of how those films actually were yeah i agree so it kind of worked like he overall it was a good performance Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know by mark Wahlberg. like i didn't feel like mark Wahlberg, and i think that's also the charlie sheen of like effect where he was still young enough to where he wasn't like he didn't have this character that he was already. Yeah, he could Charlie not do this Sheen now. in Wall Street is very good, and then Charlie Sheen is a cameo in Wall Street too, and that's when he was like Tiger Blood, like winning, <laughs> and he just isn't even the character he was in Wall Street. He was just like I'm Charlie Sheen here to say hi for ten seconds. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Where um, they just turn into like caricatures mm-hmm. of. Yeah, but this is pre that. This is yeah. This is him just starting out. Was this his big breakout role? Also, it might have been. It was one of his first few. Yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, his actual breakout was you know music. That's right. Oh my god, I completely um, forgot. And Marky then he was Mark. like a model. Yeah. Huh. Uh, well. Yeah. And it's also funny just the music in this film when he's singing. It's like so yeah. bad. It's awful. I remember that. Um, cool. Well, what did you? What would you give this movie? I have no idea at where you stand on it, to be honest. I mean, it's I. It's four or four and a half. Okay, cool. I gave it a four and a half. Yeah, I think that's where I landed. Yeah, I don't really know what's holding it back from being a five, to be honest. I think it's a pretty great film. I just like yeah. It's some parts are just hard to take seriously, I guess. And mm-hmm. there are some moments that the edit feels a little messy, but. I'd like to I did like the it. score. Yeah, yeah. Score's really good. I uh I PTA is just so good with the scores. All of them are really nice. What other PTA movies have you seen? Just Wait, Punch no. Club. That's right. We talked about this. That was your first. Wow. Yeah. Uh well, how okay, for those at home, how would you define score? Well, we have to wait for that response. <laughs> for people listening to uh what do you mean? This not at home. That this isn't for you. This is for only people listening to this podcast at home. Hold on. What do you mean by how do you, would you define score? That's an open-ended question. <laughs> the people want to know. The music outside of the film, and then there's the soundtrack, and then there's the music happening in the. F- yeah, I want to hear. Okay. Just you. All right. All right. Cool. Well, that was my take. So the score is the. All right. Uh, yeah, I gave it a four point five. I think it's a great movie. Um. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something. No, there was a <laughs> like a part of dust on my mic. Gotcha. All right. Well, do we want to move into questions? Question time. Did, was that all the ones we had from Twitter? Yeah, a lot of the que- A lot of them were like, "Oh man, you guys are really hitting us with the PTA and and just uh, kind of reacting yeah. to it." But uh, yeah, we can move on. Um. These questions come from the Carscast subreddit, r slash Carscast. If you want to get in on the fun, head over there. 
Okay, but yeah. I'm excited to get into meme of the week this week because there are a lot. Uh, there are some good ones. But this first one comes from uh, Tyronis Rex. It is what genre would you like to see a director you like explore? Um, um, what genre? Okay, that's hard because usually the reason why I feel like I like a director is also partially the genre mm-hmm. of film. Yeah. So it's it's hard to think of what hmm. they would okay, do. Okay, you go first. Okay. I there Ari Aster, the guy who did Hereditary and Midsummer, mm-hmm. he there is a lot of humor in Midsummer and he said in a Q&A that he would like to go into comedy. And I think someone like him who has done just weird disturbing stuff like those two films would I think it'd be really cool to see him do a comedy. Or just he said he jokingly said he would do a rom com, and I'm secretly hoping that he goes that route. Mm-hmm. A lot of my choices would be like horror directors doing comedies, because I just would like to see that. I'd like to see a lot more like mature, well done comedies right. in general, because they feel so rare now. But yeah, yeah, I think that was. <laughs> my realization is that almost every film I like is some, <laughs> it's on some comedy drama, like yeah, yeah. scale. Exactly. You know? So, cause I don't watch a lot of horror films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm going to say? Uh Oh, Michael Bay rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I would love to see that. That's, right. Yeah. Like a, but a just typical... like still lots of explosions. Lots of explosions, but like your typical rom-com. Yeah, so what do you think the plot would be? I'm thinking like it's got to be some kind of like daredevil mm-hmm. who falls in love with someone who's uh, some kind of like peace activist. Okay. Um, well, I don't know why they would meet. I don't know what kind of people are. No, that's a peace- weird combination. Yeah, I was okay. thinking more of like it's just your typical rom-tom, rom-com, <laughs> rom-tom, rom-com story where like a guy he goes into a coffee shop meets the girl and they just you know some sparks there but it's all and then during, the coffee shop explodes and then the coffee <laughs> it's all during a very bad natural disaster okay yeah there we yeah. go so like it's it's during like a huge earthquake yeah in la yeah but it's not like an action film you know this is still no 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 it's just like there there's action happening around them mm-hmm yeah. But they're not necessarily engaged in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're having like a conversation at a coffee shop and then in the background you see like someone pulls out like a rocket launcher and just someone blows up. So it's just a Michael Bay film in the background and yeah. then And then like your typical rom com in the yeah. front. Yeah. Um <laughs> And just every now and then they, so one of them turns around and says, Did you see that? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's just Okay. Yeah, the action is never a part of the plot. Exactly. It's just simply the same. But there's still a lot of action. Mm-hmm. And then we Steven Seagal comes out of somewhere, or he's he's the he's the barista, and like yeah. he has to start beating people up because mm-hmm. the coffee shop becomes full of Nazis. But like the co- people are so in love they don't notice. Yeah. That's I like that. All this right. is a good film. This is a good film. I feel like it's. It's going to be hard to sell a rom-com with a budget of $250 million. <laughs> Just an easy to make. It's like, and yeah, it's like, but you're saying all of the explosions are going to be out of focus in the background. And you're like, yes. Yes, exactly. That honestly makes it easier. I f- you just put the blur effect yeah. on them and you, you don't have to deal with the details. Right. Easy. I took a digital compositing class. Oh, so you could make this film. I could make the film. <laughs> it's really not that hard. Um, okay. Yeah, that, that's... <laughs> I like that answer. Uh, moving. This one comes from Nathan121704. Uh, this one's directed towards me. And we'll make it up because the next one's directed to you. But this one is, what's the better city, Chicago or Los Angeles? I guess you could also answer this. Cause yeah, I've been... <laughs> yeah, my sister lives in L.A. Yeah, so... Um, Ah, you know what? I'm gonna say Chicago. I, I like Chicago a lot. It's yeah. Just I yeah. Agree. You agree. What were you gonna say? 
Well, it's just Chicago feels like uh, it has a lot of the qualities. It's such a mish, like blender of, of different cities, and and it's just it is as Midwest as it gets. Like it's just yeah. in the center. It, it feels, feels like more the center of than the LA. US. Yeah, it feels so much more sheltered, and like things aren't falling apart. Like the the only extreme thing about Chicago, I would say, is like the winters. But that's all of the Midwest. Yeah, and I the summers, obviously. So but. I would say it's Chicago from like May through December, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then L.A. for the other four months. Yeah. Yeah. L.A., it just feels so... There's never a day where everything feels together. And Chicago, it's like... I don't know how to elaborate on this. Chicago, it's just... Everything feels like, yeah, I'm living in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm gonna go get something. Whereas L.A., it's like, I'm surviving in L.A. Right. <laughs> um, in Chicago, you're like, the bears. <laughs> in la you're like the angels yeah you're Uh, in la you're like wait who's mike trout is he is he good or something i just really is the angels even an la team they're actually in anaheim okay i i was like where so they're yeah la has the the rams dodgers they have the rams they moved them from st louis okay I have no idea what's going. Did you yeah, watch you also, the Super Bowl? I mean, by the way? I feel like you could have. There's so many famous Los Angeles teams and people, and you picked. Well, I actually picked because I said Mike Trout, so I was wrong. I just realized. <laughs> um, but yeah, you could have picked the Lakers. You could have picked could the have Dodgers. Picked yeah, I had a lot of options, and I went with the Angels. No, I did. I said Mike Trout. Oh right? yeah. Did you yeah, say yeah, the Angels yeah. before I said Mike Trout? I said the Angels, and then you said Mike Trout. Oh okay, then you yeah. were wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like Chicago. Like, the Mexican food here is good, but, you know, Chicago has Tony's. That's the right. one thing. I was, like, so excited for the Mexican food here, and it's great. Don't get me wrong. It's amazing. Yeah, but, but it's know, I not love... a whole plate of food for $6. Yeah. Chicago does it just as well, in my opinion. Chicago's got great food. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot more concerts, a lot no cool events. One and... thing Chicago doesn't have is good barbecue. This is true. Yeah. But um, I haven't really had... Well, I haven't had barbecue here yet, so I can't really speak on L.A. Well, it can't be worse than Chicago. <laughs> I don't. I haven't had a lot of barbecue so in Chicago. So, in Chicago, I've had a decent amount. Green Street Meats is the right. only good barbecue place in Chicago. Okay. I've never been, but I'll check. Where, where in Chicago? It's like West Loop. Okay. Do you want to make that your recommendation for the week? Yeah. Because I didn't do a song. Awesome. Uh, wait. Oh, oh my God! You didn't do a song for Punch Drunk Love. I know. My man, we we were here for the jingles. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited about the uh, jingles. Yeah. Okay. I, I I'll do one next week for next week. Okay. Cool. When we figure out what to do for next week. Um. Uh. What was I gonna say? Oh, I rewatched Uncut Gems. By the way, that's so yeah. off topic. But it was so I loved it so much this time around. It's such a good movie. I had a blast. Jaxie, our friend, hated it. She hated this movie. Really? But yeah, she really didn't like it. And Nick loved it. But moving on. Um, what was the question? Oh, Chicago or LA? So yeah, Chicago for too many reasons. But don't get me wrong, I love LA. But I miss the coziness of Chicago a lot. Um, and this next one comes from Laura Bren. It is Does Jeff have any Florida stories about. Uh, rogue gators or other critters i don't know how much i've talked about florida on this podcast i mean like a lot in general but not about this aspect of florida no no uh so florida i mean there are gators everywhere so like in any reasonably sized pond or or lake you're gonna have gators exactly so i i play golf when i'm in florida and usually every golf course has at least one and the, they're just like laying out in the sun. Uh, you just like you know, even if I hit a ball twenty feet away, I'll still like play the ball and just don't care because they don't yeah. attack. If they're laying in the sun, they're just kind of warming up. They're not. It's yeah. when they're in the water that they're dangerous. Dangerous. Yeah. Because uh, they do like sneak attacks. One, like, they're very fast. They're fast. Yeah, I knew they were. I mean, I knew they were. Yeah, fast. I, just... I mean that's you're taught that at a very young age to zigzag. Okay. Now I've learned later in life that that was bullshit 
<laughs> that doesn't that's not that's not real yeah um i think we talked about this very briefly with 24 frames and nick oh we did yeah 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 uh because he's also from florida uh but there was a time when there was a research monkey that escaped <laughs> when i was growing up and it was really close to my house oh and it was on the run for about three years oh my god yeah, and it would every now and then, like once a year, it would jump out of the trees and attack someone. That's terrifying. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it was on are the news. Not friendly. No, well, not this one clearly wasn't. No. <laughs> but it was on the news uh, yeah. because in Stephen Colbert had on the Colbert Report a whole like segment about it called "Monkey on the Lamb." <laughs> um, but yeah, it took three years for them to catch it. It was just like, That's yeah, insane. there's a monkey somewhere in the trees near where I lived. Wow, I'm glad they but, caught it. Yeah, there was this front page like picture of it that someone captured once where it was staring into a mirror and everyone felt bad because it was so lonely <laughs> yeah and yeah it's really sad yeah i mean and there's also just like lots of animals in florida um uh, yeah like my favorite thing about florida well not my okay this isn't my favorite thing once i say it you'll realize why that'd be weird if it was my favorite thing yeah but um we have so many lizards you know what? I would so, respect that but being But it's like, thing. and lizards are cold-blooded, so they have to, like, be out in the sun. So uh, if you're walking somewhere that has, like, a just, like, a path with bushes mm-hmm. next to it, if you start walking down that path, you'll just start seeing, like, dozens of lizards, like, scatter into the bushes. Uh, you know? It yeah. feels very alive. <laughs> but now, it's kind of, like, a cool thing, but you could see why that'd be weird if that was my favorite thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like lizards a lot, though. They're they're cool. Yeah. They're like they're, dinosaurs. Yeah, we don't have iguanas in my part of Florida, but mm-hmm. on the other side of the state where my grandma lives, they have, like, they larger have... iguanas. That's awesome. Yeah, the yeah. lizards I'm talking about are, like, you know... Little tiny... Tiny... Gecko kind of things. Yeah, yeah. We also have house geckos, which are oh, weird because yeah. they're, like, clear. Yeah. That's weird. Um, A lot of animals in Florida. Yeah, I it's that's cool and not cool at the same time for me. But, uh, yeah, because it feels like you're just in the jungle. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> um, well, I've, I've had a lot of experiences with coyotes where I'm from, mm-hmm. which is not as cool. Did you ever have to, like, fend off a coyote from eating your, your sheep? No, no. Our, we had, like, a gate thing to make sure they didn't get in. Uh, it was – that sounds like not, like, a good plan, but it, it worked. It worked. Uh, yeah. But yeah, um, no, yeah, just coyotes, a lot of deer. I've, I've come re- very close to a few deer before. It was a magical little experience, but I've never seen a bear in real life. I've always wanted to see a bear. But yeah, I, I have, have I seen a bear? I don't know. I've been to a lot really of like, places yeah. that would have had bears. Uh-huh. I mean, I've seen one at the zoo, but I don't count that. No, the zoo does not count at Those all aren't, for anything. They're That's just animals. They're just yeah, animals that are in, in enclosures that are far too small. Yeah, I will say, I I think the there are a lot of shitty zoos, a lot of bad zoos out there. I don't like the Chicago Zoo for the record. The yeah, Lincoln Park one. I think that's right. a bad zoo. It is um, a bad zoo. But the Minnesota Zoo is great. They do a lot to protect animals. Most of the animals they bring in, they are doing it to protect them or like help them they have large enclosures uh albeit they're still enclosures but yeah they they do a lot of good from what i've know and and it's like we donate a lot i don't know it's a good zoo Mm -hmm. uh but the como park zoo in minnesota sucks ass (laughs) but (laughs) but moving on yeah Uh, i am overall anti-zoo i mean there can be you know obviously if animals need to be rehabilitated yeah but, you can only have an enclosure that's so big. Right. For the most part, though. The, Overall, I, I don't I'm like anti-zoo. The at all. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I've just been... Yeah, anyways, that's all the questions we had for today. I was going to go off on a whole other thing about animals. But I got really bored at work the other day and just looked up the most dangerous reptiles out there. And mm-hmm. the black mamba snake is a terrifying creature. I am scared. They're the ones with, like, the black mouths, and, like, they, uh-huh. they could kill you in 15 minutes. Yeah, I 
don't have a lot of experience with snakes. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm very The closest I ever got was like a water moccasin. I was, for some reason, I was horseback riding with my family when I was like 12. Uh-huh. Yeah, and my horse just decided to drink from this lake, and then this water moccasin like comes slithering through the lake near my horse. Did your horse? And my horse like didn't want to like stop drinking, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, hopefully it doesn't get bit, and then I fly off the back of this horse, and then the, and then I get you. bit or something. Yeah. yeah, but luckily it was it didn't. Yeah, you. But it was tense. Yeah, horseback riding's fun. Also, for the record, it's kind of scary, and it hurts your butt, but uh. I don't know, maybe I'm just doing it wrong. Kind of like Boogie Nights. <laughs> kind of like... <laughs> it's scary and hurts your butt. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, that's all the questions we had for today. I guess we can move on. You already did your recommendation. I just want to click, quickly recommend uh, an album. I've been listening to this album. It's the self-titled album by Violent Femmes. It's mm-hmm. a great, great album. Jackson what are some of that. the songs on that the most popular song they did is Blister in the Sun. Right, so that's on that one? Yep, yep. Right. It's a really good song. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just listening to it on the way home today, and I was like, I'm going to recommend this on the podcast. Uh, next up, we'd like to do Meme of the Week. Uh, again, we have a lot this week. Um, we're meme rich. We're meme rich. <laughs> um, and I have my pick, and it, it got a lot of likes. So I, I think I'll just I'll do some honorable mentions. Um, yeah, the yellow bears really came in late with these memes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I actually just realized what you meant, because in the last, I looked two days ago, and in the last two uh-huh. days, we've gotten so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most of them are from the yellow bears. Yeah. And they're like high quality like it, they take a lot of work to make right um a lot of like people really got into the, the key framing when they made these memes but i can't not yellow bears unfortunately you know what yeah yellow bears did not get meme of the week but tons of honorable mentions i like the one where it's when jeff left chicago again um and it's footage from spider-man far from home <laughs> i don't know if you've seen it did you watch the the meme yeah, yeah, that's good. good. I like when Jared gets involved. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I really like that one. Nice job. Uh, I want to say that people need to start sourcing new pictures of me. <laughs> well, I you don't, only have so much. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I have not posted on Instagram in, like since we started this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, the picture of my brother they use is, is ridiculous. <laughs> um, there were a lot of that one Drake format this week yeah and i like how it became a story because someone said making a meme about mary lee borslow because she's a supportive mother making a meme about jeff borslow because he's a well-behaved son <laughs> i thought that was funny um yeah i like how it ended with that yeah it ended with me yeah. being a well-behaved son i like how the yellow bears made the first one and then uh d sizzle responded and then yellow bears followed it up he came back strong no it started one before that Oh, re- oh yeah. T-Chair Mac. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that was... Well, hey, we'll, we'll do this because we wanted T-Sizzle to notice. Uh, it is making this meme to get on the podcast, making this meme because I want T-Sizzle to notice me. So, be on the lookout, T-Sizzle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's one... Do you understand the one that is like... It's like the heredi- Hereditary, the Witch, Midsummer, the Lighthouse... What is that a reference to? Because I don't know where those pictures are from. So those are... I understand what the pictures are from. Uh-huh. They're from Whose Lines It Anyway. Okay. Um, which is... Was a show hosted by Drew Carey. Mm. And had, yeah. that's Colin Mockery and Ryan Stiles and Wayne Brady. Ah. See, I, I, like, I think it's funny, but I didn't know... I didn't get the 45 yeah, likes, where, you know. Because it, it was like an improv show. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. I will say Wayne Brady is one of the most talented people in yeah. like all of the entertainment industry. Wow, it's kind of absurd. Praise. Yeah. Huh. Um, also, someone wanted us to touch on this letterbox review from my friend, actually uh, Joao, who is going to be on the podcast this week's 
but we couldn't find time. But his letterbox review is for Joker, and it says, if you've never swam in the ocean, then of course a pool seems deep. And I agree with that. <laughs> I think it's a great review for this movie. So that's my take. Yeah, that, that I would agree with that as well. Yeah. Uh, I'd also... <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, I feel like, and that's targeted at people who only watch mainstream films because joker was like trying to obviously be the crossover uh between a straight up superhero film and some kind of like in in an awards you know fodder film yeah yeah just trying to like do it both ways but in the end it kind of didn't either didn't succeed it yeah i mean it succeeded a little bit just being like a brainless superhero Mm -hmm. type film yeah but uh (laughs) I this is very close to being my meme of the week, but it's from Doctor Aneurysm. It was from six days ago, and it's Carson <laughs> says I need to open the bathroom door real quick. <laughs> it's the police busting uh, down a door. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Uh, yeah, because it's the truth. Um, <laughs> so honestly, that might be a tie with the other one for meme of the week. The other one yeah. is uh, from uh, where is it? camo ffa underscore and it's uh a guy what is that sport it's you roll a ball and it hits the other balls oh yeah i don't know what that's called yeah but it's jeff and carson talking and he tosses the ball and it's fantastic mr fox and it which we did talk about briefly in this one oh my god we did yeah (laughs) i didn't even realize (coughs) yeah it also was brought up in our patreon like trivia thing where someone yep. asked you a it br- it question is, i wanted taken to be the movie that gets brought up every time but apparently it's fantastic yeah. mr fox <laughs> that's what I, I need to start doing is like comparing the taken more yeah because you you were on a i liked yeah yeah i mean i've okay. never seen taken three though i've no. only seen taken and taken two yeah yeah so that's my meme of the week is that video i think it's really funny um yeah that's a good one. I I do like the the bathroom door. <laughs> just because <laughs> that's like when I learned your door was messed up. You like walked away, and I just heard a really loud like smashing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did I ever tell you about the time like I went to the bathroom and did that, and then Nick left to go to the gym, and I couldn't get out of the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to text him, and he came back uh... and busted open the door. Yeah. Um. Like he had to leave the gym. I think he was uh, he was near the end of his gym trip. Luckily, so I was only in there for like five minutes, which is a long time. Yeah. In bathroom time. <laughs> uh, okay, but thanks for all those submissions. Keep keep up the good work, everybody. <laughs> um, then we want to read my a Carson review. quote of the week is five minutes is a long time in bathroom time. <laughs> We'd like to read a review. Um, this one comes from, it's a short one, comes from GG underscore Aries. When uh, you subject. say we would like to read a review, it sounds like it's we're always, both going to read it. No, it's, it's really it's you. Me. Wait, I could I try it. Read. Wait, what if I try to read it at the same time as you? Okay. Do you see the one? It's the first one on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it's, yeah, I see it. G- okay. Subject line, great. Great. Five stars. Five stars. And it Man, reads, it reads loving, loving this podcast, this podcast always, always so entertaining. entertaining. Smiley face. Smiley face. <laughs> Thank you, Gigi. Uh... <laughs> <coughs> All right. You just need and... to work this in, like, when you need to edit that part so that one of us is in each ear. <laughs> I'll edit it a lot so it's like we're spinning around the listener's head. <laughs> Do some major podcast editing. Um, and lastly, we'd just like to thank our lovely patrons. Uh, as mentioned at the beginning of the episode, if you would like to become a patron, just go to patreon.com slash carscast, where you can get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, Google Hangouts, and so much more. Uh, like shoutouts at the end of every episode. So for now, we'd like to thank Alex Davis, Allison Grace, Boat, Ethan Kell, Hannah E., <clears throat> Holly Edwards, Iva, Joshua Quizwicki, Josie Iller, 
June Australian Winter, Luke Hillis, Maddie Robertson, Martin Deff, Mary Lee Borslow, Michael Shantieri, Olivia Robinson, Ready Steady Ernie, Sergio Palacio, Sophia Arrieta, T. Sizzle, and Vegard Strom. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, this was a good episode. I told you I'd, I'd, I'd yeah, you, pull through. Yeah, you had through. good energy. I, I mean, energy. for me, I had a, I was a struggle. Uh-huh. How was the ulcer? Be- Is it feeling okay? I mean, okay? it's... The problem is it still affects my speech. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it sounds a little bit like I'm drunk. <laughs> Gonna be a lot of memes about that. Yeah, I <laughs> I was not, though. Serious drinking problem. <laughs> yeah, because it, it also... People don't know when we record, but this one was recorded the day today when it was... Of, yeah, like yep. the day of it at 3... It's currently 3.30 p.m. Yep. Chicago time. You're going to send me it, and I'm going to upload it immediately. Perfect. Although you might have to just do one like one scrub through during the yeah I'll do one scrub through, um, but yeah, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Jeff, do you have anything else to say? Uh, no, actually. All right. Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side.